Hello everyone, thank you for being here today, and uh, hope you've been having a good week so far, and uh, headed for the weekend, go ahead and start making plans for where you're going to worship, and uh, go ahead and start thinking that through, if you don't have a place to worship, you don't have a, a church home, a faith community, I'd love to invite you to uh, be with us at Poplar Grove Baptist Church on uh, 3476 Poplar Tent Road. And uh, again, we're meeting in our family life building so you can uh, spread out and get plenty of uh, social distance. Um, it seems to me like if we're staying apart from each other instead of being called social distance, it ought to be unsocial, uh, that we're being unsocial. And so uh, we have, uh, I said, we're actually... Uh, have our chairs set up seven feet apart, so we're giving you an extra foot, and uh, we'd love to have you if you don't have a church home. If you do, I uh, hope you'll start making plans to be there and support your uh, your church. They definitely uh, need it at this time, and so I uh, hope to go ahead and start making those plans now. All right, take your Bibles and look with me in the book of uh, Psalms, uh, the 38th Psalm. We're picking up there uh, in the 15th verse uh, today and uh, going through there and uh, starting uh, at, uh, at that point. And again, David has been uh, talking all along about um, how, uh, how to handle when we... We've, Last chapter, uh, we talked about suffering. Uh, this chapter, we're being more specific, this psalm, and talking about when we suffer as a result of our own sin. Uh, I don't know what the percentage is, but uh, probably most of the time it's pretty high. Uh, sometimes we suffer just because that's uh, part of living. Uh, sometimes we live in a fallen world. Uh, sometimes our suffering is because of someone else. Uh, but I think probably most of us would confess that uh, the vast majority of our suffering uh, we bring on ourselves. And so after 14 verses of uh, really kind of, uh, I'm going to just call it pouring out his heart, uh, confessing, uh, begging uh, forgiveness, um, I think um, all those kind of terms. Then in, uh, beginning in verse 15, uh, and we're going to move quickly uh, through here. We're going to finish up uh, the chapter today, I think. Uh, David uh, just really just kind of says, uh, Lord, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my confidence in you. Uh, Lord, I'm going to trust you uh, to get me through uh, the suffering. I'm going to trust you to get me beyond uh, my enemies. Uh, I'm going to trust you for forgiveness. Uh, I'm just, um, to use the, the Perry Mason uh, Matlock phrase, I'm throwing myself uh, on the mercy of the court, uh, and I am going to, uh, I'm going to put all my hope, all my confidence uh, in you. And so beginning in verse 15, uh, he says, For in thee, O Lord, do I hope. There's the word. Thou will hear, O Lord, my God. Uh, and so David uh, begins simply, uh, again, this whole section is going to be basically David expressing uh, his hope uh, in the Lord. His, what he's hoping in here, uh, by the way, to be specific, and it's where we always place our hope, uh, by the way, is in the very character, the nature uh, of God. Because of who he is, uh, then we can 
put our confidence in him. Uh, and so David is saying, I, because I know who you are, I know, I know how you are, I guess. Uh, I don't know that that's really proper English, but uh, I know who you are. I know how you are. I know how you're going to, uh, because again, there's no changing. There's no variableness in God. I know I can place my, uh, my hope in you. And I know, Lord, uh, that you're going to tend to my needs, my needs for forgiveness, my need for healing, my need for protection. Uh, Lord, I know that I can put my hope in you. For I said, hear me, lest otherwise they should rejoice over me when my foot slippeth, they magnify themselves uh, against me. And so David, uh, again, has put his confidence in the Lord. Uh, and then he, he gets very specific here. Uh, well, not only has he put his confidence in the Lord, uh, broadly speaking, uh, but he has put his confidence in the Lord uh, that the Lord will take care of and, and protect uh, his, uh, his testimony. Uh, David says uh, again here uh, that they're not able to you know, hear me uh, or they're going to be able to rejoice over me when I fall uh, and will magnify themselves uh, against me. And so David says, Lord, I trust you. Uh, I hope in you to, uh, to keep me uh, on the, the straight road, to keep me on uh, the right road. Don't, uh, you, know, I, I, you know, I've been in this mess because I sinned, because I uh, fell out of righteousness. Lord, uh, don't let me slip uh, and do it again. Uh, and so, Lord, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna trust you uh, to to help me um, basically not make the same mistake again. Um, and so, you know, which is a I think for a lot of us uh, a, a common uh, occurrence uh, against uh, in our life is that we make the same mistakes over and over. And so, Lord, I, I'm trusting you. I, I got in this mess because I I failed to follow you, uh, and now don't let me. Don't let me make that mistake again. Help me uh, to walk uh, according to your uh, to your will and your principles. Verse seventeen: For I am ready to halt, and my sorrow is continually uh, before me. Uh, Dave, David says, I, I, "You have got to help me, Lord. I'm trusting you to help me uh, because pretty much I'm ready to I, I'm ready to collapse. I, I, I'm I'm done. Uh, I'm ready to halt." Uh, he's saying, I, I have done everything. Uh, if, if you don't intervene, if you don't heal me, uh, if you don't uh, do something about, uh, he talked earlier about the sores, if you don't do something, uh, you know, I, I'll never get over it. I've, I've got to have uh, your intervention. Uh, I've got to have you to, to help me. Uh, and so David is teaching us here, uh, I think, how to pray uh, in, uh, in, in this situation. Uh, verse 18, for I will declare my iniquity, I will be sorry for my sin. Again, uh, David is saying, Lord, I, I'm confessing uh, my sin. I'm acknowledging it. I did it. I'm guilty. I'm sorry uh, for my sin. But my enemies, uh, verse 19, are lively and they are strong and they that hate me are wrongfully multiplied. And so uh, David here reminds God of uh, of of his the, the suffering uh, that is being called on 
uh, caused, uh, brought on is a better, I guess the way I need to say that, uh, the suffering that is being brought on by uh, his, his enemies and those uh, who oppose him, uh, those who are literally uh, basically enjoying uh, David's suffering. And so uh, David has confessed his sin and he is uh, he is sorry for his sin, uh, and God has begun the process uh, of uh, of restoring uh, his sin. Uh, now he says, "Lord, I want you uh, to take care of my enemies." The only pro- and I have to have that uh, because they're strong and I'm weak. I, I'm, I've been beat down. Uh, they have grown, and there's more of them, and they uh, they they are wrongfully are those that hate hate me wrongfully or multiply. So the number is growing. They are strong. Lord, I need uh, your protection as I uh, come out of uh, this this dilemma, this situation uh, that I'm in. They also that render evil for good are my adversaries, but because I follow uh, the thing uh, that is good. Uh, And so David says, you know, I'm trying to do the right thing here, uh, but my enemies uh, are opposing me and going against against me uh, simply because of what David is saying here. Like many times in our life, he says, my enemies are opposed to me simply because I'm trying to follow you. Uh, And so they are coming against me because uh, of my obedience and my commitment to you. And uh, he finishes up here by saying, forsake me not, O Lord, O my God, be not far from me, Make haste to help me, uh, O Lord uh, of my salvation. Uh, And so he just finishes up by again just um, pouring out his heart to God. Uh, pray that God would would never leave him, that God would never uh, forsake him is the word uh, that he uses. Um, and, and I like what he says here. He says, forsake me not, O Lord, oh my God, be not far from me. Uh, he says, you know, not only, you know, don't forsake me, don't completely leave me, but not only that, he says, don't even get too far from me. You, you stay right here with me. Uh, and, and I think that's a, probably a wise prayer for all of us. Lord, I, you know, you know how, what I think about when I think about that is I think about how we are, as, uh, how young children are. You know, when they're uh, first learning to walk and they're first start, you know, they want they want you to give them their hand. You, know, you walk around a lot of times and they're holding your finger, just walking along with you. Uh, but then as they get older, what do they do? The more they walk, the braver they get, and the more they start to, uh, you know, to try to pull away and to go off. The, you know, you, you, it's funny when they're very small, they hold your, you know, you start out, you hold their hand to help them walk. Then it switches and many times they just kind of hang on to your finger just uh, for kind of support and balance. But as they get a little older, what happens? You have to switch and you have to start holding their hand uh, because if you don't, they'll run off. Uh, but then as they get older, what happens? You, you, they start, you know, they start tugging you. Let's go over here. You know, they start tugging and before long, if you're not careful, uh, they'll get out of your hand. You'll look around and in a split second, you know, they're gone. Uh, and, and so David is saying, Lord, I don't, you know, I don't even want to get tugged away from you. I, I don't even, you know, I want to be right here. Uh, I want you to be walking with me. Don't, don't be far from me. You stay uh, right here. <clears throat> and then in verse twenty-two, he says, "Make hurry up, hurry 
uh, and help me. Uh, David, I think what he's saying is I'm, I'm getting sicker. I'm getting more people. Are, again, he's already told us uh, that his enemies are, are multiplying. Uh, and so his situation is getting worse. And so uh, he calls out for God's uh, speedy uh, delivery, speedy, um, you know, uh, help. And what I would, uh, you know, as, I, as I, we wrap up this psalm, and especially in particular this last section, uh, go back to that, um, that illustration of a child trying to, uh, to get away from uh, their parents. Uh, you know, sometimes I think as, uh, as believers, that's a great picture of how we do things. Uh, it's just part of our, uh, of our nature uh, to want to do things ourselves, to, uh, to be confident and to uh, try to, to walk and, on our own and do things. Uh, and sometimes God has to allow us to be, um, to be hurt, to be sick, uh, to, to suffer, uh, to get us um, back uh, to, to realizing um, we need him. You know, again, uh, you know, nobody that's ever been a parent may not understand, but sometimes it's, uh, when our children start that mess of trying to pull out of our hand and pull away from us, um, you know, in, in other ways than just walking, but when they start trying to, you know, do things on their own and get overconfident as parents, sometimes we say, okay, go ahead, go ahead, you know, go ahead and do it. You know, hard head, um, you'll learn. And, you know, we sit back and we stay close enough to make sure that they don't get in too deep of trouble, that they don't do too much damage, but we kind of let them, you know, we'll let them, you know, as one fellow used to tell me, if you can't listen, you got to feel, uh, you know, we'll, you know, we'll just, okay, go ahead. You go ahead and do it your way and see what happens uh, and, and let them learn the hard way, even if it hurts, uh, because we know they're better off learning that lesson now uh, than later. And, and I think sometimes God uh, does us that way. He allows us uh, to reap what we've sown, to use the, the New Testament phrase. Uh, and so David teaches us here uh, in this psalm, I think, a couple of things. One of them, just don't do it. Uh, stay out of that situation. Do what the Lord says. Be obedient. Uh, but when we realize uh, that we have strayed from the will of God uh, and got out and, and disobeyed him, confess it, deal with it, um, but then if, you know, if we don't do it then, and God does begin to allow us to suffer for, uh, for that uh, sin in our life, certainly uh, then we need to be uh, cleansed and, and have uh, God <clears throat> forgive us and, uh, and help us to get back on uh, the right path. Uh, and so this psalm, I think, is a good, uh, good lesson for us. Uh, good um, reminder for us uh, of the of the consequences of sin, uh, dealing with sin, confessing our sin, uh, and uh, getting back uh, into the will of God. Uh, and so as we wrap up this morning, uh, I hope uh, that as uh, we've talked about this psalm, maybe you've uh, done a little um, self-examination. Maybe you looked a little bit in the mirror and said, you know, I need to deal with some things. God's trying to get my attention. Uh, and I promise you this, if you're a child of God, you can't go 
um, very far, very long uh, into sin before God uh, will step in uh, and intervene and to bring you back uh, to the straight and narrow. Uh, again, talking about, use that last, real quickly, that last illustration uh, of a parent with a child. Occasionally we'll say to that child, okay, go ahead, hardhead, uh, go ahead and learn yourself, but we watch and we won't let them go too far uh, before we step in anyway, uh, and begin to bring them back. Uh, our desire should be to stay so close to God, to stay close to his will, to be obedient to him, uh, that he doesn't have, uh, to use discipline and punishment to bring us back, uh, to the straight and narrow. All right. Have a great day. We'll see you back here tomorrow morning.